Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's ham radio with Neil Rapp. Here we go. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Call in. Let's talk. Neil's your guide. Ham Talk Live. Here we go on Ham Talk Radio. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live once again. It's episode number 131, the Collegiate QSO Party, recorded live on Thursday, September 6th, 2018. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live tonight. We're joined once again by our, our, our regular Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, if you missed that, Michael Coulter, WHCI, Michael Colley, W4MCA, and Mark Brown, N4BCD, were here to talk about Dayton, Orlando, and Huntsville ham fests all working together. And if you missed that, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or your favorite podcast app or over on YouTube. So uh, get your questions ready to go about the Collegiate QSO Party. After the interview, you can give us a call. I'll go ahead and give you the number. We're not ready for calls just yet, but I'll give you the number so you have it ready. It's 812-NET-HAM-1. 8126384261. You can also Skype us for Ham Talk Live on Skype. You can send us a tweet. Our Twitter handle is at Ham Talk Live. If you're on Spreaker, you can also uh, put something in the comments there and we'll see it. And uh, love to hear from you tonight. So I'll be back with Andy right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s? Anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine solder-type PL259s. Get the 10th one for just one penny. One penny. 
They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Hi, I'm Scott Cole, KB9AMM, president of Tower Electronics. I like the company so much that I bought it. Tower Electronics, coming to a hand fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com, or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? At Ham Talk Live, we have a million-dollar request guarantee. You give us a million dollars, and we'll do a show about whatever ham topic you request. Guaranteed. Thanks to Scott and Jill and their mascot socks, Tower Electronics, for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. They just left Shelby, and uh, Sunday, September 9th, they'll be in Findlay, Ohio, and then September 15th and 16th, they'll be at Peoria, Illinois, and they're always at pl-259.com. Well, he's back once again, and we're, we're in Orlando two weeks in a row here. Uh, Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR. He's the past president of the Gator Amateur Radio Club at the University of Florida in Gainesville. He's currently a systems engineer for Walt Disney Parks and Resorts in Florida, and Andy's a key leader in the ARRL Collegiate Amateur Radio Initiative, a group that's been formed to share ideas and promote and rejuvenate amateur radio clubs in colleges and universities in North America. So, Andy, you're back again. Yeah, it's always great to talk to you, Neil. This has been quite the year. I've seen you more than ever, and we've been talking a lot more than ever. It's been great. And you've been in QST and NCJ, and, and you've been on here like two or three times, and you're, you're, you're the man right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying the hobby. So, you know, when you do something you enjoy... Uh, you know, you don't mind uh, getting out and showing it off. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about the, the collegiate uh, QSO party. But but first, I know we talked about this before the show, but let me go ahead and, and throw it in here real quick. Last time I talked to you on the show, I was at the Deer's Shack there at Disney um, with you, and we found the van, the, the communications van, in the sinkhole. And and we didn't get an update on that. So so quickly, let's let's fill everybody in. What happened with the the sinkhole thing? So it appears uh, they were doing some drilling in the area, and it appears uh, that they were boring something, and they nicked the water pipe, and that washed out uh, that sinkhole there. And um, the contractors took care of everything. They got the truck out. Um, it seems to be in good shape, no major damage or anything, and they've uh, filled in the uh, sinkhole there and. I think mostly completed what they're working on. So, uh, you know, uh, a happy ending to that one. Um, it ended much better than it could have ended. So, uh, we were quite happy to see that. All right. So life is good at, at, uh, at Disney again. The, the comm van is, is back up and running. So, all right, let's talk about this collegiate QSO party. And, and we kind of mentioned that, uh, when we were together down in Florida, uh, 
So how did this all get started? I mean, this has been talked about for years. How did this this get going, and, and why is this uh, effort being made to, to make this go? So uh, like you said, this has been talked about for years. It's not my idea at all. Um, it has been tossed around and d- debated all over the place, um, you know, and I, I think it sort of addresses a couple of things uh, within the college schedule. Um, a lot of people uh, go back to school at the end of August, beginning of September, um, and really the big existing, you know, school contest is School Club Roundup. So, you know, you're waiting until late October um, for that. And for some schools, that's right after they start. I, I know I've heard from a lot of schools over these last few weeks since the uh, articles dropped um, in NCJ and QST, um, you know, about the QSO party saying, we don't go back to school until, you know, October 1st. We might not be all that active. And there are some schools that do, but there's a lot of schools that also go back, you know, as early as middle of August. Um, and they have those, uh, you know, student fairs, you know, student activity fairs, you know, in collegiate clubs. There's, if you go on the Facebook group um, right now, you'll see clubs posting, you know, their outreach at these uh, student activity fairs, trying to get new members, trying to, you know, show off amateur radio. Um, but having to wait, you know, two months or most of a semester in some cases, uh, you know, can be pretty difficult for those schools. Um, so that was one of the big factors was trying to see something that sort of fit, um, you know, on that timeline to be a, you know, welcome back to school, you know, check out the amateur radio club. Oh, and next week we have this big event um, and you should come check it out. So something to immediately get uh, new hams and potentially new hams and, you know, existing hams quickly engaged in the hobby um, and hopefully get them hooked for the entire school year. Okay. So that's, that's the goal here. And so tell everybody how you can participate. And this is not, just limited to, to school stations. We got to get some contacts out there. So tell everybody how they can participate depending on whether they're involved with a school or not involved with a school and, and how all that works. So the good news is, is that this contest is open to any ham. Uh, we have four major categories, each with a subcategory. Um, we have the collegiate station, we have the employee slash faculty slash staff station. We have a individual station, um, and then we have a uh, alumni station. Um, and let me just pull up here um, on my own uh, all the details of those stations because I want to make sure I give them all correctly here because uh, there are some interesting uh, caveats to uh, each of the uh, you know rules for them. Um, the collegiate station is probably the easiest one for everyone uh, to you know sort of comprehend. That is the a station for if you are a college student or you are a college club, you are a collegiate station, which is really fantastic. Um, that means if you don't have a club yet at your school, you can still activate your school um, and get on the air um, and do all that fun stuff um, without having to, you know, worry about, uh, you know, submitting a log as, you know, a club that doesn't exist or not having a call sign. So we really tried to make that flexible for if you're an existing club great. You're a collegiate station. That's easy. Um, you know, if you're at a university, if you're just a student though, and your school doesn't have one, you can still get on the air. So that's, uh, probably, you know, the coolest category and most unique of any other, um, event out there. Um, the next one that, uh, we sort of go into, uh, is the, you know, employee club, um, and the employee, 
uh, or sorry, employee, not club, but an employee station. Um, and the employee station is basically anyone who's faculty, staff, administrator, you know, if you're an adjunct, if you, you know, if you work at a university um, or college in some capacity, you qualify for the employee category. Uh, you can operate as part of the collegiate club. That's totally cool. If you're active with your collegiate club, you can help them out and be that. Um, or if you choose to operate uh, on your own, under your own call sign, uh, there's an entire employee category because we really want to you know, encourage uh, you know, everyone who is involved at some level with a collegiate station to get on the air. Um, then the individual station uh, is pretty much everyone else, so either a club um, or uh, you know, an individual who wants to work the contest. We have a category for you. Um, you don't have to be associated with the university, um, but, you know, uh, you, you can just feel free to operate, um, that. And then probably one of the more interesting categories and one that I hope uh, grows over time is this idea of a collegiate club alumni category. So basically this is for hams that were part of a college club when they were a, a student at a university. Um, and the idea of this category specifically is to help, uh, Try and you know recognize those hams that have continued the hobby you know beyond college, but also try to help them uh, you know get involved and stay active um, with maybe the school they attended or with the larger movement itself. Um, so those are the four categories, and their subcategories are basically a high power and low power. Um, so we wanted to you know basically say uh, if you don't have a high power station, that's totally cool. If you're under 150 watts, you're a low power station. If you're above 150 watts, you fall into the high power station. And basically that's uh, the peak wattage used during the contest. So if you operate most of the contest at 100 watts, but then you turn on the amp for 10 contacts, you've become a, a high power station. Um, so uh, just something to sort of keep in mind there. Okay. Now yeah, let's, so, oh, go ahead. No, so I was going to say, so there's lots of different ways that folks can get involved um, and really sort of display their college colors. Okay, now now we're going to, you know, display the the college <clears throat> colors as you say. Uh, let's talk about the exchange so that people know what kind of exchange you're going to make during this uh, QSO party and and how that uh, is going to work with making a contact and then also maybe. Uh, you know, is there anything special for digital modes? Like if you're going to do FT8, you know, um, you're limited on, on the number of characters. So let's, let's talk about the exchanges a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, we want to do a really, really unique exchange for this, uh, QSO party, something to sort of differentiate us from every other contest. Um, so naturally you'll have to exchange your call sign and your operating class. Um, and then, the other thing that you need to exchange is going to be the college or university that you attended um, and the mascot. Um, so we wanted to have something fun in there. Um, so like I went to Florida for my PhD. So I would say, you know, uh, Andy, University of Florida um, and Gators, you know, and make sure that's in my exchange. Um, if you didn't go to college, we still want you to feel involved. Or if you're part of a club, um, we still want you to feel involved. So you sort of have the option that you can say none um, or you can share your club name um, you know, if, you know, in the exchange, if you, you know, are in the individual category. So, uh, you know, there's an option for both, but really the idea is to sort of show your college colors. This event's happening on a college football weekend. So there's a lot of good opportunity to have some bragging rights there. Um, you know, 
I mean, I know the SEC's, you know, quite a competitive football conference. Maybe we're the most competitive, you know, amateur radio conference. Who knows? Um, so, you know, there's oh, you're some not, You're not going to make me get out the, the sound effect. SEC, <laughs> SEC, SEC, SEC. Yep. I mean, we did have the champion of the uh, college football last year, you know. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're a good football conference. But, uh, you know, maybe, you know, we want to, you know, get schools out there really identifying, you know, uh, and cheering themselves on. Um, and part of the exchange as well, um, is to hopefully start making some connections. You know, there's a lot of people I talk to on the radio, um, that, you know, I've gotten to know over the years. And a lot of times it comes from, you know, just one of those comments in the exchange of, Oh wait, I didn't know you did that or you're from here or, you know, that sort of thing. So like, hopefully, you know, if an alumni reaches out, you know, or you make a contact with an alumni. You know, I love talking to fellow Gators when I'm on the radio. I also went to Rose Holman Institute of Technology for my undergrad. I love talking to fellow uh, fighting engineers on the radio. Um, so, you know, uh, if if that can spur some connections, you know, all the better as well. So uh, hopefully it'll be a fun uh, exchange. And then no. you asked about exchanging, like, for digital modes and all that. Um, the good news is, is that you can exchange the, uh, acronym of the university you went to, um, in the logging, uh, software, um, the way it'll work is, uh, the header file of your log will say the university and the abbreviation, and then we will match call sign and abbreviation, um, in the log. So I know like if you put MSU, some people might think Michigan State University, um, some people might think Mississippi. Or Missouri, or you, you know, um, so you know, if some people say OSU. I grew up in Ohio. I think Ohio State, but there's also Oklahoma State and there's also Oregon State. So um, you know, uh, if you do have an acronym that's shared, you know, uh, between schools, that's totally okay. You can exchange just the acronym. If you're on phone, I would encourage you to say the name of your school. But uh, I understand a digital or CW land um, or JT65 or you know, slow scan TV, you might not want to, um, you know, write it all out. So, you know, that, uh, would be an easy way for logging. Yeah. Now, like even here in Indiana, we have VU and I went to VU and that's Vincennes university. But then the people in the North end of the state say that's Valparaiso university. So we got to yep. watch, watch out for that. And, and now there's even, you know, there's, there's two Indianas. There's Indiana and there's Indiana, Pennsylvania. So mm-hmm. you, you just never know. But but the the best mascot may be the, the fighting engineers from, from oh, yeah. the from Rose Holman Institute of Technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fighting engineers. <laughs> just down uh, yeah. the road. Yep, in Terre Haute. Not too now, far from you. Now, now you, realize, you realize who... Florida's playing in football this weekend, right? Uh, I haven't actually looked. I confess I've been on business travel, so my mind's been uh, there. Okay. Um, well, it, it, it's my beloved Kentucky Wildcats. Oh, okay. That, that'll be so, an easy So, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it probably will be, knowing, knowing how we play football. But, oh, it's that SEC thing, SEC, yep. SEC. That's, 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 I don't, I'm sorry. That's got to be, like, the worst commercial marketing idea <laughs> ever sec sec I, I, I don't get it but anyway all right so we've got all this information about the uh collegiate cq or qso party sorry yeah. and I, I was i was 
getting ready to talk about CQP, and then and CQP is is like also two different yeah. things. So <laughs> yeah. we're back to that again. Yeah. So I mean, CQP is the acronym that I've been using for this uh, event. Just you know, for myself, when people have asked, "Hey, how should I identify in CW?" Um, CQP totally is cool. Uh, the other CQPs aren't going on this weekend, so you know. They aren't going on uh, the 15th and 16th of September, so you shouldn't have any conflicts there. Okay. So where can you find all this information uh, written out for CQP? Um, so we have it on the uh, Cary Facebook page. So if you go to arl.org slash we want you, um, that's uh, just the capital letter U, um, that will link you over there. Or uh, the Gator Amateur Radio Club at the University of Florida um, has been gracious enough to set up uh, a static web page with the rules and some links to, uh, you know, the logging format. And uh, some folks at FAU actually created an N1MM uh, template that I'm also going to get up there this weekend. Um, so you can go to, you know, like I said, the Facebook page and engage in the conversation. Uh, that's where the rules are sort of previewed. They've been posted there for several months, actually. Um, and a lot of the members of that group have actually contributed. I know, Neil, you were even part of that, you know, trying to you know get ideas and thoughts on how the rules would be uh, sort of fall in. So um, that's a great place to go. Um, but if you're just looking for a quick and dirty, you know, uh, web page, uh, gatorradio.org slash collegic. Um, and that will get you uh, to all the rules there. Okay. So there you have it, folks. You can, you can get on the air. Maybe you're uh, an alumnus, maybe you're in a college or maybe you're not, maybe you're, you're just uh, just a ham. And so you've got all these categories, uh, possible, just go to gatorradio.org. Correct. Slash yep, collegiate. Slash collegiate. And, uh, you can find all that information there. It's also, uh, in QST and in the national contest journal. So you can find some information there as well. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to take some calls and some tweets and all that good stuff. So um, get ready to give us a call and uh, send us a tweet if you have uh, something that you want to ask. We'll talk about that and uh, more with Andy right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it? It's time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. See how you can make the most out of contest season with one of these transceivers. First, the ICOM IC7851, the competitive edge you've been looking for. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this flagship HF and 50 MHz transceiver. It has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, a spectrum scope, dual receivers, and digital voice recorder. The ICOM IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants, and just in time for contesting season. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The new ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. Featuring RF direct sampling system, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. 
And then the ICOM IC7300 is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and an SD memory card slot. Be sure to visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on ICOM Radio. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812 Net Ham 1. That's 812 638 4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Is it getting hot in here or is that just your amplifier? You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Thanks to ICOM for sponsoring the show once again tonight. And uh, we've got all those great radios for contesting season just in time. So uh, check them out at ICOMAmerica.com. And you can check out Ham Talk Live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. And you can check out our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages too. We uh, put some stuff up there from time to time. And uh, right now it's time for your calls. So if you have a question for Andy, give us a call. The phone number, 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us. Uh, it's just Ham Talk Live on Skype. And um, on Twitter, you can tweet us at Ham Talk Live. And, and a couple of things here. Uh, first of all, um, Tom says, go cats. So... So that so that's good. So we've got uh, two for the cats and one gator. I mean, you know the old saying. Uh, you know, the gators have won how many games against the Wildcats in the last thirty years? Um, yeah, we're moving right along back to the uh, collegiate Cuso party here. <laughs> now, speaking of ICOM, we, we, we were going to go and, and talk about something else here, but we, we for, forgot to mention that ICOM has come through with uh, some prizes. So, why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so uh, for the first year of the QSO party, uh, the ARL has helped uh, has stepped up, and they're going to help us uh, with you know recognizing uh, first and second place in all of our different categories. And then uh, for the collegiate stations, um, ICOM of America has decided to uh, sponsor some swag packs. So those will be good uh, either for the club to give away to you know new members or at events to sort of you know promote it, um, or as you know for club members to you know show their amateur radio pride and all that. Um, so they have really come through with us, uh, this first year and, uh, I look forward to working more with Ray and all the folks at ICOM on that. Uh, I think they, they just like the league, uh, see that this is a, a big thing moving forward and definitely the future of the hobby in terms of, you know, keeping, uh, you know, new people get involved in it and, you know, collegiate clubs are a great way to do that. So, uh, you know, many thanks out to both the American Radio Relay League and ICOM, uh, for helping us make this uh, contest possible. All right, there you go. So you can win some some swag there with the uh, Collegiate QSO Party. So make sure you participate if you can. And uh, let's talk about um, 
and I'll let me again invite everybody eight one two six three eight four two six one or uh, tweet us, and uh, we'd love to hear your questions about this. But uh, I was going to ask you about some of the bonuses. Now, now well, this was one of the my favorite parts of the. Of the the whole Walmart parking lots on the air that we had all these ridiculous bonuses like, you know, Olroy with Roy, where you had to take your dog with you and you had to talk to somebody named Roy in order to get the bonus. So I don't think you've got any quite that far off the wall, but you've got some interesting bonuses on this one. Yeah. So, um, we wanted to make some special bonuses as well as special multipliers. Um, so, uh, we'll start off with the multipliers. They're probably the easiest one. Um, the first one is if you work in alumni, uh, you get a three times multiplier on that QSO. So an alumni would be, uh, you know, me working another Gator is working an alumni, um, or the Gator Club working me. They will get the uh, them the alumni bonus. So there um, are some good alumni bonuses there for both, you know. Uh, the individual and uh, <coughs> collegiate and even employee categories. So that's really cool. Um, working college clubs get a five times multiplier on that QSO. Um, and if you work your alma mater, if you work the college that you attended, the collegiate club there, you get a 25 times multiplier um, on that QSO. So a big point bonus for that. We also know that um, you know some people prefer to you know get on the air in different ways. So we want to recognize you know QRP. Uh, that's a multiplier that can stack with everything except the satellite QSO, um, and you identify that with your call sign stroke QRP in the log. Um, so yeah, that that's going to be a cool one. There's a times two multiplier. Um, I know my brother does a lot of soda, um, and he loves to work with his uh, KX3 um, QRP. So you know we definitely want to recognize the low power guys out there because that's a lot of fun. It's a great challenge. And then also um, we're trying it out. We'll see how it goes. There's a satellite QSO multiplier. Um, so you can do up to two QSOs on a satellite and count the multiplier, um, you know, and, uh, that's a times 50 multiplier, um, for working the satellite QSO. So, uh, potentially you could, you know, stack that, uh, well, you can't really stack the multipliers, but, um, you could stack, uh, you know, QRP with some of the other ones there, um, and get some, uh, good bonuses. But yeah, the satellite one should be fun too. So I'm hoping to hear a lot of, uh, college stations get on the air. A lot of them have... Uh, satellite stations so it'd be really cool to start hearing them light up uh some of the birds and oscars floating around um and then we we put in some bonus points they're mainly targeted at school clubs to try and you know encourage activity um so the first one is uh media for school clubs so there's 600 points of just straight up bonus points available for the use of social media and traditional media so posting you know on your uh, school's Facebook page or, you know, your club's uh, Twitter account or Facebook page and, or Snapchat or um, Instagram or YouTube or even posting in the newspaper or flyers around campus, you know, that sort of thing. And you get 100 points per post, max 200 per day. Um, so that leads up to the event. So, you know, um, you can do it over three separate days um, and uh, you get, you know, 600 points there, you know, pretty easy points. Um, you know, and this includes, like I said, live streaming, Facebook posts, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, um, even posting alumni newspapers count. Um, so very, very broad category there. And you can do, you know, six discrete days or three days with two posts a day. Um, you know, and, and for that, just on, you know, when you submit your logs, send a picture, that sort of thing, or a link. Um, and that's good, you know, for that. 
We also have a public operation for school clubs. So you get 250 point per hour bonus, maximum 1,000 points of four hours of operating a self-contained portable station in a public space on campus. So you got to have a sign. Um, you can't just like bring an HT and sit on a bench. Um, you can't do remote station. You truly have to be portable. But if you do that, take a photo um, of yourself doing that. Um, you know, and, uh, if you do that for four hours, you can get a thousand points. So we really want to see schools, you know, get out there on the quad and throw up an antenna between a couple of trees and just get on the air or work their satellite QSOs, you know, out in public and maybe, you know, also uh, set up, you know, just a simple, uh, you know, vertical or something out there, um, to get on the air and really engage other students. And then lastly is the one that I think will be the most exciting. Um, and the one I think, I really want to see happen, um, but I'm not sure this is going to you know, happen. But it's the school administrator bonus. So 300 points for each unique school administrator, and that's like department chairman and above. So department chairman, dean, president, provost, uh, board member, um, if you can get them on the air and make a contact. Uh, so you still have to be the control operator, but if you can get them on the air making the contact um, from the school station, you get 300 points. Um, you can have them, you get one bonus per administrator. So if they sit there and they're on it, you know, all afternoon, you don't get the same 300 point bonus. Um, but, uh, you also have to provide the name position and signature of all the administrators who operate and you can just, you know, email that as a PDF or whatever, when you submit your logs. So trying to do some fun bonuses, uh, for the school category, um, that also help the schools, you know, again, do that outreach and get on the air, um, and help bring uh, new people into the hobby. Okay, well, there you have it. Some uh, some cool and unique bonuses and multipliers for the collegiate QSO party coming up soon. So you can check that out. All right, we've got a couple of uh, comments online or questions online, and and so uh, sticking with the SEC here, we're we're going back to uh, uh, Tom Sorrell. And he says, and I'm not sure you're going to have an answer for this, but we'll try. What's the best way to find what university clubs are participating? So um, I don't have a good answer for that yet. Um, I can tell you that I have been inundated with emails since the QST article posts. Evidently, putting your email address in QST means you get a lot of messages. Um, So that's been an experience. Um, I can tell you that... uh, (laughs) Uh, Missouri or not? Uh, I think Missouri S and T has said they're going to be on the air. Uh, Michigan State has emailed me. Um, the Manchester Community College of Manchester, New Hampshire's emailed me. FAU is going to be on the air. I think I heard MIT is going to be on the air. Um, you know, uh, I know IU is going to be on the air. Um, you know, so I, I have heard lots and lots of schools. I don't know all that will be on the air. Um, I am hoping that they will, you know, if you are a school and you're thinking about, you know, participating, definitely hop on the Facebook page, um, and post, um, you know, that you'll be on there, uh, you know, and sort of share that and create hype. Um, but there is no one list. Um, I'm hoping that we consume all of the DX spots, um, and we get up there and we get schools from around the world. You know, there's nothing in this contest that says it's USA only. Um, you know, so, you know, we want this to be, you know, Schools everywhere, you know, uh, collegiate clubs and universities everywhere getting on the air. So I don't have a list, um, but those are the ones who have already reached out to me um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, And I'm sure it will just be getting more. And, you know, I know UF said they're going to be on the air, um, you know. So, yeah, it'll be uh, exciting. So. 
All right. From the SEC to the Big Ten, Uh-oh. Carl, KD9HQT, says, I'm a member of the uh, amateur radio club at Indiana University, K9IU, but he's not a student, alumni, nor faculty associated with the club and IU, but he's just a member within the ham community. So how would he categorize himself if he's contacting with the club and other club stations on HF? So the uh, the class that you're in follows the call sign of what you're operating under. So if he is operating as the club at the club station with other club members, then he would be a collegiate club. Um, you know, and if he decides to go operate on his own, he would fall into the individual category. Um, or if he went to another school and was an alumni member there, he could be in that category. Um, so. Uh, that's sort of how you'd fall into that. Uh, you know, there's nothing that says a collegiate club is only students. We totally get that you have faculty and staff and, um, you know, friends and, you know, all that sort of stuff that are active in that. Um, you know, I don't think there's any ham club that is necessarily exclusive to, you know, just any one group. So, um, we totally get that. And if you're operating under the IU call sign, you know, and you're doing it as the club, then you are totally a collegiate club. You know, when when you're on the station, you know, when you're on the air uh, for the station, you are still counted as a collegiate club. Okay, so Carl, there you go. So you've got both options there. So uh, if if you're home, why you're an individual, and if you operate over on campus uh, with the group, then it's collegiate for the class. Yep. Now the Eight, only one, two, thing, oh, go ahead. the only thing I was going to say in that is. Uh, we can't have more than one school counted as a collegiate club. So if you are, you know, a student at a school with a club and you decide to go rogue because of whatever reason, unfortunately, uh, you can't be in that category. Um, and that just, you know, we're trying to promote clubs and activity within that, not trying to have 15 different people all being, you know, Ohio State um, for the contest. So just one thing to consider in that regard. But you can have a student club and then you can also have the employee slash yep. whatever club. Um, n- no, the uh, there should only be one club for a school. So if you are, you know, if you, the club with students would be the one that would be registered as the school club. Um, if you're an alumni club or something, you would not count as the school club in that regard. So like at UF, uh, we have an alumni club. It's call sign is we are for UF. Um, and, uh, that would not be the school club because that is not W4DFU, which is the Gator Amateur Radio Club. Um, so, you know, whichever one is the school club, um, that's recognized, um, that would be the one that would be the, uh, the one that can compete in that category. And if we have conflicts, we'll be following up and sorting those out. Okay. All right. Very good. 812-638-4261 is the telephone number. If you have a question, go ahead and give us a call and, uh, we'll try to get that in here before we leave the, uh, the internet this evening. So, uh, give us a call, 812-638-4261, or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive, and uh, we'll check that here and see if we have that. And and we thought that we might have another Maluzi on the line tonight. We haven't uh, we haven't heard from Tony yet, but uh, you might, uh, you know, since he's not here to defend himself, uh, you, you might talk about uh, your brother and, and how he's helped out on this. 
Yeah, so uh, this has hardly been, like, I have been the one who's been writing things, but that's been, you know, literally my biggest contribution. There has been a huge group of people that have helped make this happen. My brother, Tony, um, is from my right-hand man. Uh, we make a great team. If you ever hang out at the uh, league booth at uh, Hamvention the last couple of years, you'll, you'd hear them announce, oh, the Malusi brothers are here. Because, uh, yeah, we both do amateur radio. It's, it's you know, something. So, yeah. Uh, fun fact also, Tony's birthday is this coming Saturday. So if you see Tony or if you're on social media, his birthday is September 8th. You should wish him a happy birthday. Because, um, uh, uh, you know, figure as a brother, might as well embarrass him on the air because he's not here to defend himself. So wish Tony happy birthday uh, this coming September 8th. So, uh, but, yeah, he has been uh, huge. He is uh, he was he started up the uh, Ohio University um, Amateur Radio Club there and got that going again. Um, and he's actually still a student, but he also just recently started his career at Honeywell over in Kansas. Um, so he's hanging out over there, um, and he's been doing fantastic. So part of it is he's only a couple of weeks into his new career, and he's also balancing school. So uh, tonight he said it would be tight if he could get on the air or not. Um, but yeah, he has been heavily involved he has been sort of the sanity person as i've come up with ridiculous rules and things for the contest he has been the one saying you can't do that no ham is going to want to hear you do that so it's been a good sanity check if if you're an alumni and you work your school you get five million nano points that's right yeah no i had some interesting uh, bonuses and points in there that uh you know uh, he and a few others just said, no, don't do that. So, um, you know, uh, so they, now, they've been now great. One that, now, one that came to mind a while ago is what if you get, well, and, and of course, IU is going to throw a fit because they don't have a mascot. But what if you get a, the mascot to make a contact while in costume? You see, that would be a fantastic fantastic uh bonus that that sounds like one i would suggest and one that my brother would be like no no you don't want to have that mascot in your ham shack they're not gonna fit they're gonna knock something over it's gonna be like yeah um he's the voice of reason um but yes that that sounds like something i would suggest um but uh yeah i, I mean i want to see what schools come up with on this contest it's going to be a lot and, of fun and you can um, shoot a video of it and it'd be like one of those sports center commercials you know with the- oh yeah you know, with the mascot in there, you know, that, 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 yeah. that might work. Maybe we can do that next year. I mean, the other one I thought that would be fun is uh, a big bonus if you could do it from the 50-yard line of uh, your school's football stadium, which I understand this contest also happens on a Saturday during football season. So that, that would be why there would be a big bonus for that, is if you can get down to the 50-yard line <laughs> and start making if you can get If you can get past security and yeah, string up yeah. an antenna and have no one knows. I mean, the goalposts would be great for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and there was a big group of maybe about a dozen or so people, that, you know, students, faculty, staff, alumni – um, to help come up with the rules, um, you know, and that that was a fun email chain to sort of start seeing people suggest things and to me trying to keep uh, updates going. You know, I, I sort of was the secretary of that, trying to, you know, just keep the document uh, together um, as they were, you know, suggesting things and all that. So um, that was really cool to see everyone coming together to suggest all that. All right. Well, we had a phone call and now it's gone. So. Oh, boy. We'll we'll. Give a minute here if you want to 
want to call back, but uh, we did have a call and was on the line for just a, a few seconds while we were mid sentence, and and now they're gone. So we'll we'll give oh, it a boy. minute or so, but uh, we are just about out of time. But we'll wait and see uh, here for just a moment. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm hoping uh, you know to see photos and stuff from this event too. Like I'm hoping to see you know colleges uh, wearing you know their college colors. You know, even like. I would to- I would love to see the college station that has a TV going with the football game while also making contacts. While I think making that would be contacts. a lot of fun. Hey, there we go. Yeah. And our call's back, so let's see who we have on the line here. Hi, it's, it's Tony, KD8RTT. Oh, he, he made it. He did. Yes, I did. <laughs> the last happy, second, yep. happy birthday, Tony. No, thank you. Uh, it's a little I early. I thought but, I'd call in, well, and I heard, uh, I heard some of... Uh, was able to catch some of it tonight, so it sounds like Andy's given a good overview of things. Okay, now now we we kind of we kind of let him take um, you know the, the thing with the birthday thing. So so you have any ammo to fire back? Um, let's see. No, not right now. But um, man, no, nothing to shoot back at him right now. But I think he gave a, gave a pretty good overview of things. Um, he's definitely right, though. I am the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am giving him all these ideas of, you know, you, could, you should have your mascot do this, you know. Well, yeah, so. I, I think it is good, though, that, you know, schools want to come up with some ideas like that. One of the things I don't think Andy mentioned was, uh, we just talked about this the other day, was we're probably going to send out a post-event survey um, after people submit their logs. So, yep. you know, if they've got ideas for neat bonuses, you know, send them back or feedback or any sort of thing like that. You know, this is the first run, and we'll do whatever we can to make it better. Yeah, we yep. were talking about the survey a little bit. Andy, do you want to chime in on that? Yeah, like Tony said, um, Tony and I were discussing this pretty extensively the last couple of days. Uh, we definitely want to get a survey out there, see if people are interested in helping run the contest, if people want to tell us what worked, what didn't work, um, you know, recognize that I am really bad at coming up with bonuses, you know, that's totally cool too, um, you know, uh, that sort of thing um, to just sort of help us, uh, you know, looking at next year because we don't intend this, for this to be a one and done contest. It's probably going to be around the same time next year if we hear that this time works well. If we hear the time doesn't work well, we're going to move it. If we hear that we they want five of these contests a year, we might do another one or two. If we hear that, you know, it should be every six years, we might not do one for a couple of years. You know, so we definitely want to hear what the community says. Um, and, uh, you know, I will be the one advocating for the more ridiculous things. And Tony will be the one like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and I'll also just point out that um, if people you know, want to step forward and help a little bit more with the administrative back end with Andy and me, you know, let us know you're more than welcome to. This is kind of everyone's event, so you know it's not. We're not trying to to be the uh, total control of it. So, you know, if you want to volunteer some time, we could certainly use it. You know, as we go forward, we're looking at things like making a logo for the event, stuff like that, and those are all website definitely use help. Yep, website definitely. Live blogging is also something we would love to do, so that you could you know post it to your school and say, hey watch us on this website and you can see our points as we make contacts and, you know, maybe even have Google maps. If we get, you know, someone who's really, you know, awesome at that. And, you know, I was hoping to do that this summer, but I ended up traveling a lot more than I expected. 
Um, but you know, even something where you know every you know as you log it, you start seeing the the arcs bouncing around the globe and letting people see. You know, our club station made it all the way there. So now you mentioned the pictures, and and then again, Wimploda comes back to mind, and some people just enjoyed looking at all the Wimploda pictures. You know, with all the ridiculous bonuses at Walmart parking lots on Twitter. Do you have a central place to send those photos to? Uh, do you have a hashtag or or something uh, to to put those with during the QSO party? So after the QSO party, you can totally send them to my email address because that will be inundated with emails, hopefully with lots of logs. Um, and I will definitely put those together, and they will be at the carry booths um, at Hamcasian and at um, Hamvention for sure um, to show off some of the success um, if we get a lot of great photos coming in. Um, in terms of during the event, we actually we haven't spent the time to come up with a hashtag for it. We've been sort of trying to handle all the other stuff. So, uh, you know, we would love if there was someone from the community, too, that wants to sort of step up and handle the social media side of this and all that. That would be really cool. Um, but right now, you know um, – you can always throw, of course, hashtag ICOM, hashtag ARRL, and then hashtag uh, CQP or uh, hashtag uh, Collegic QSO Party, um, you know, or hashtag uh, Gators are going to beat the Wildcats. Any of oh. those are pretty good. Oh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tony. Tony, what are we going to do with this boy? Well, at this point, this is the point I usually just hang up on him, but, you know, I'm not, <laughs> not tonight. Oh like I said, my he's goodness! The voice of reason. Yeah, he's the voice of the reason on this. Oh, oh, and Tom says "ouch" too. So wow, we've got the, all the big blue nation also, upset though, now. Um, you can post the the uh, any photos during the event right to the Facebook group. That's always a good place to put it too. Yeah. Oh yeah, the carry Facebook group. So. It's uh, Collegiate Amateur Radio Initiative, C-A-R-I, and you can find that on the old Facebook. So, Tony, thanks yep. for calling in tonight. It's good to hear from you, and, and we'll be uh, hearing you on the birds, hopefully, and, uh, yep. and enjoy your birthday. All right, thanks. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing some roving on my birthday, so <laughs> maybe work Very it good. I am, I am actually thinking, uh, I've kind of got my birthday plans here in about two or three weeks. And I actually think I'm going to get some roving in that morning. So, uh, and probably from the land of the wildcats. So we'll see. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Well, we'll be, uh, looking for you and, uh, enjoy it. And thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks. Okay, and Andy, that's uh, that's going to do it for us for tonight. So, uh, any final words? I mean, uh, like Tony said, you know, share it to the Facebook group. Um, you know, if you're a collegiate club, update your QRZ page, show it off on there. If you're planning operating times, post that out on social media. Um, you know, it's a 48 hour contest, so there's a lot of time on there for you know people to operate. Um, I'm going to be on the air probably from the Deer Station at Walt Disney World. Um, so, you know, you'll probably hear me competing. I might venture up to UF and join, uh, my fellow Gators up there for a bit too. Um, but you know, I'm hoping to work a whole bunch of, uh, college stations, uh, talk to some fellow, uh, Gator and Rose Holman alumni, um, and have a really great weekend. 
because um, I think it's going to be a blast. And uh, like I said, if people have suggestions, um, feel free to reach out, um, either post in the Facebook group or you can reach me directly at andy at gatorradio.org. Um, or you can read the QST article in my emails there so you can get it there as well. Um, you know, and if you have questions, if you want to get involved, uh, Tony and I are going to be putting together a FAQ. Um, I was hoping to post it earlier this week, but like I said, I've been on travel. Um, so I'm going to try and get that posted up this weekend, um, with just some of those common questions, you know, uh, and also updating the rules as we've had to clarify some things. So like your question tonight about, um, you know, non-student clubs, that's, that's a new one. I didn't think of that. So, you know, uh, making sure that gets uh, referenced correctly too in the rules. Um, so, you know, it, we're going to try and, you know, keep all that stuff uh, as up to date and as, uh, you know, current as possible, um, you know, and as questions come in, you know, we've had some great ones come in. So, uh, you know, want to make sure that happens. Um, and the logging format is published up there, too. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a great event. I'm hoping uh, to hear lots of people on the air and I'm praying for good band conditions. Oh yeah, we can always use those. So, all right. Well, that's going to do it for tonight. That is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Andy Bluesy, KK4LWR, and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and uh, typing in. And I invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Lee Height, K8CLI, will be here from the Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting talking about the USCGC Courier exhibit that's just opened there. It's, it's a whole new meaning of the word relay, so be sure to tune in for that. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, you can see that at hamtalklive.com. Just click on the show schedule link. And if you like the show, please uh, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That helps people find us faster. And uh, that's all for tonight. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375. And may the good DX be yours. Don't,